Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey there, my friend. It's Matt, and I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got a new friend that I want to introduce to you. Her name is Kylie Odetta. She's actually a musician, writer, artist, uber creative. Listen, this young woman is a powerhouse, and you're going to love love hearing her story. And one of the things that I think really sets her apart, uh, and, and not just because she's uber talented, because absolutely she is, but is the level of maturity that she's come to in her own walk with the Lord and understanding how real transformation happens in her life. Uh, she has done so much. In fact, started recording and writing songs when she was like eight years old. Hello, she's 22 now. Done so many incredible things, but like a lot of us, hit uh, some major roadblocks in her life. And she learned quickly through those roadblocks and through moving through those difficulties how to begin to experience real transformation that the kingdom uh, can, can promises us, you know, in our life. And She's now taking that transformation and sharing that with others, and it's just so exciting. I'm really, really glad to bring her uh, her interview to you today here on the podcast. Now, before I jump into that, I want to obviously uh, just give a shout out to my podcast listeners, all you guys that are subscribing every week and uh, sharing and listening and writing reviews. It's always a huge, huge blessing. So I want to read one today from Where Water Glows. What a name is that? <laughs> and the title of the review is uh, Create with Vision. They say, uh, I've been listening to this podcast for almost two years. It's such a wonderful, healing, positive outlook on the kingdom. I'm so grateful for Matt and him sharing his love for raising up an army of artists. I've found my creativity again, and I've learned to create with the Lord instead of for him or even myself or others. I've let go of limiting beliefs, and my mindset has shifted in an incredible way. Walking with the Holy Spirit has been such a journey. Thank you, Matt, for your insight and your heart for others. Well, golly, what a <laughs> what a story that is. I Listen, I'm a bottom-line guy. I'm a results-oriented guy. I love the process, but I love to see a process that brings results. And when I read a review like that, and I'm saying, I'm seeing this person say, I found my creativity again. I'm getting lit up on the inside. I've learned to create with the Lord instead of just acting like a slave and just a doer all the time. I'm I'm enjoying the creative process again. Listen, nothing brings me greater joy than to be able to know that that is the effect that it's having on this person and hopefully so many tens of thousands of you that are listening to the podcast all over the world. So where water glows, thank you so much for your podcast review. And if you've not taken a chance to review uh, the podcast, please, please do. You can click the show notes uh, right down below and find out some of the freebies that you'll get when you actually review the podcast on on Instagram or Facebook uh, or on the, um, you know, the podcast app that you're listening on, and uh, we just love to say thank you any way we can. So, all right, well, hey, listen, I'm going to get out of the way, and you're going to love this interview with my new friend, Kylie Odetta. Well, hey, my friend, I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got a new friend with me, Kylie Odetta, who's from uh, Greenville, South Carolina, incredible artist, musician, creative, and uh, Kylie, I'm so glad to have you on with me today. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for chatting with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I love hearing stories of transformation and what God has done in the lives of, of creative people. And we're going to be able to jump into your story a little bit today just to hear all that the Lord's done in your, in your heart, your creative journey over a number of years. But for those who may be just getting to know you, why don't you let us know who you are, where you're from, what, you, what you're doing creatively, what your life looks like right now. Yeah, so what's up, you guys? My name is Kylie Odetta, and I am 22 years old. I am a singer-songwriter, voice actor, artist. Um, I've been writing music since I was eight years old and playing shows since I was 11 and really pursuing a career since that time as well. Wow. Um, so over the years, I've toured nationally, internationally. I've released many music projects, um, written many, many songs, and it's just, it's been the most fun. It's been an amazing, challenging, but mostly awesome journey. I love that. Now, you're an only child. Or you have brothers and sisters or what? I have an older brother. He's one year older than me. He just got married this past year. So that's super exciting. But yeah, we're really close. It's just me and him. Awesome. Awesome. I've got a sister too. She's a, we're equally creative. I'm, I'm a musician and, and visual <laughs> artist and writer, and she's a pastry yeah. chef in Chicago. So she, Oh, wow. She, yeah. She's, so are your that's parents amazing. creative? Yeah, my brother's a, my brother's a graphic designer and artist as well. And um, he actually writes a little bit as well. Nice. And then my dad is a graphic artist, illustrator, and a songwriter. And my mom is a painter and very creative in business and with ideas and innovation. So my entire family is very creative as well. That's so awesome. Cause I think for so many creative people, you know, when you're coming up as a teenager or whatever, you start to kind of feel this, creative thing bubbling in your heart. And if you're not in a family that's either overtly creative or at least welcoming to that, that can really get squashed. And it sounds like that you had yeah. a really welcoming environment that where that was encouraged. Yeah, I was really fortunate. My family from day one, when I said, I want to be a singer at 11 years old, they were like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> let's do it. it. Like, <laughs> go for it. You know, they would drive me around to coffee shops and all of that. But I did have some some friends and people at my school who, who were also interested in music and they didn't necessarily get that same support from their families. And I saw how hard that was um, on them. So it does make a big difference to have people in your life who support you, um, whether that's your family or just a friend or something like that. So did you start taking your creativity? I mean, you said eight years old. So like, what what was your daily, weekly kind of practice of your, you know, honing your skills and, and really jumping yeah. into that? What did that look like as an eight-year-old for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, so I actually technically started playing piano before I was eight years old. I started taking lessons when I was six, um, but I didn't write my first song till I was eight. So I, I continued taking lessons, you know. Um, I actually quit at one point. I think it was before, like when I was like seven or eight, I had just started and, and I didn't like my teacher. And so I was like, I don't want to take <laughs> lessons anymore. Exactly. But then I, I, a year later, I came back to my parents. I was like, okay, like I really want to, I really do want to play piano. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And like, okay. And so they signed me up for lessons again. So I, I did that weekly. Um, the songwriting was very just natural and kind of in the spur of the moment, whenever ideas would come to me. Um, at the time, I didn't spend a lot of like effort training, like how to figure out how to yeah. songwrite. I just went with it and enjoyed it. And my parents were like, cool, like, we don't, you know, awesome, go for it, you know? And so I was just, I would just write whenever things came to me as a kid. Um, I wrote about like my dead cat wanting to work in a castle, you know, all these little eight year old <laughs> things. 
And then um, as obviously I like kept doing it more and more, then I, as I started to get more passionate about it, I was like, okay, I think I'd like to try vocal lessons now. And I think I'd like to, you know, learn more and, and talk to other people who are writing songs and record. And my dad luckily had a friend who's another like local Greenville musician um, who had like a studio makeshift set up in his attic. And so that's where I recorded my very first CD. Um, awesome. And it was just, I learned a lot through that process because I had never, you know, done anything like that. And he was really helpful to me. Me at the very start of my journey um, and then it just went from there that's so awesome you know I I talked to so many creatives and I think about for my own journey one of the things that I think as creative people we're blessed with and also struggle with is this barrage constant barrage of ideas for books songs visual art pieces whatever it is what do you <laughs> oh, do God, yeah. I know right what do you do on a regular basis to kind of capture those things because I, I think it's it's in the yeah. capturing of those and the stewarding of those that I think God can really begin to use those and develop them in our life. But if we don't do that, they just kind of flit away just as quickly as they came. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's funny you said like books and audio and all these things. Like I've, I, I have four book ideas right now <laughs> that I started on and then I, and then I've, I haven't finished them because God told me, okay, that's not the time for book writing right now. Yeah. But what I do is like, so I have many ideas as well. I'm a writer primarily, like obviously songs, but I just love poetry, books, all of the above. Um, and so I kind of have to like have regular talks with God of like, what are you wanting me to focus on right now? Right. Um, because I do have all these ideas. I also have like a, a youth program that I take into the schools. I have my music, obviously I have writing poetry. I want to put out a poetry book as well as novels and all these things. And I'm like, God, how am I supposed to do it all? Like I want to do it all. He's like, yeah. okay, you can, but not all at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> and so he's like, he basically, I just kind of try to listen and tune in of what, am I supposed to be doing right now? And I feel very strongly he's calling me to, to music right now at this time in my life, playing shows, releasing all the songs that I have written. Um, I'm Last year I was kind of in this like create phase where it was just like, blah, get it all out, create, 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 lots of music, lots of things. And this year, the start of the year anyways, has been finished strong. Get all of these things you've created out into the world. Um, and so that's what I've been focusing on is releasing a lot of the music I created last year. That's so great. Now, I'm interested for you because obviously you love the Lord. You're going after him with your whole heart, all of that. When did you start to make the connection that maybe God wanted to use your creativity, your creative expression, kind of as a vehicle maybe to, to do what he was going to do in and through your life? Was that a natural thing early on or was there like a oh, kind of aha moment that happened or? So I think a little bit of both, like I knew off the bat that what I had with music and songwriting was was not just of my own like ability because it came so randomly and so naturally. Right. And and I was like, I don't I don't even know how these words come out of me sometimes. I genuinely it's a gift from God and I feel so thankful that mm. um he gave that to me, you know? But then it was yes, a honing of my craft and deciding, okay, do I want to continue on with this gift he's given me um and continue to become better or how can I relate to people more or whatever. Um and so it kind of like was just this natural thing. I always knew that this was a gift from him and so I felt compelled to share it in, in thanks to him but then what happened as I started to share my music and specifically there was a moment um, 
I was playing my song, uh, Promised Myself, which was from when I was 16 at a coffee shop. And somebody came up to me. This is the first time it had ever happened to me. Um, someone came up to me after the show and said, you know, that song you played, Promised Myself, that described exactly what I was going through. And it helped me through a really hard time. And I've never mm. felt so connected to a song before. And I was just like taken aback because I was thinking, you know, here I am processing my own emotions, but this is helping somebody else? What? Yeah. Like it blew yeah. my mind and it, it, it changed me forever. And then I, I started to see the power music had to heal and to connect to people. And so um, since then, I've witnessed that many times as I share my stories and my songs and other people are able to also heal or, you know, find joy or find power or whatever it is through listening. Um, and so it's kind of like both. It started off as just like, wow, this is awesome. And then it was like, whoa, there were these defining moments where God was like, this is important and I need you to keep mm. sharing what I'm pouring through you. Yeah, I love that because the Lord's, you know, it's like our deepest place of woundedness is often the greatest place of transformation that God will not only do in us, but do through us. And I love that about Absolutely. your story because, you know, we talked about that just a little bit briefly as we got introduced, but, you know, so many people see artists and see people that do what we do visually or that sort of thing. And they see you kind of like in performance mode and yet they don't know the the backstory, the stuff that went on. I had that in my own life, just lots of junk, sexual abuse yeah. as a kid and performance yeah. orientation and fear and shame and all this junk to get over and get through. And yet God's used that, yeah. you know, in, in my life and in, in really cool ways, not only to heal me, but also to bring transformation in other people's lives. And I love yeah. that at, at 22 years old, you are in touch with that reality in your life because not everything's mm -hmm. been perfect for you. I mean, you have, you've had some real <laughs> difficult struggles that you've gone through. I mean, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's funny because without God, sometimes these painful situations, they just remain this this heavy part of your life but with god every single painful situation has the opportunity to be turned for good and for your good but also other people's good and so yeah. i really truly got to see that um a couple of years ago when i went through a very dark time where I was battling anxiety and intrusive thoughts. Um, and it kind of, I had experienced that for a lot of my life, but I didn't have the vocabulary to say, this is what I'm experiencing, you know? Right. And so it had kind of just come popped up here or there, but then I was, I just thought it was this weird thing. I thought I was super sensitive, which I am. <laughs> and, uh, and then surprise, but it was right. like all of a sudden, right? Surprise. <laughs> Us creatives usually are. Um, but it, it was funny because um, all of a sudden it was like, it was just overwhelming and it was like not stopping, you know, it's like these thoughts were just attacking me day after day, minute after minute. And it just, it just all kind of rushed in really heavily at once over the period of a summer. And I just remember feeling like, why is this happening? What, mm. what have I done like to deserve this? You know, how do I get out of this? I was just so like slowly just lost a lot of my personality, my confidence, like, and I just could not find the way out of my own mind. It felt like, um, and so during that time though, like I had some really close people I could count on. I saw a therapist, I, and one of my good friends, who's a fellow believer, she encouraged me. She was like, do you ever speak scripture out loud, like over yourself? Or do you ever, mm. you know, pray in the morning out loud? And I was like, 
not really. I mean, I read things, I do a devotion and she was like, well, maybe just try like, you know, finding some specific verses about the mind, about fear and speak them out loud because I do that every morning and I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind and it's, and it really helps me and it's, you know, renews our mind. And I was like, you know what? I got nothing left to lose at this point. So <laughs> why not? Why let's not? try it. Let's try it. And because I was just feeling so down in the dumps and, and I was like, I'll give it a shot, you know? Um, and cause I had faith in God, but I felt like I wasn't experiencing that freedom. I knew I could. And so I tried this and specifically I, I did multiple verses, but the one that I did the most often was second um, Timothy one seven, which is for I was not given a spirit of fear, yeah. but a spirit of power and love and sound mind. And so I, you know, the power love and sound mind, that's not how I was feeling at all. But I was like, okay, this is what God says is true about me. And I'm going to take him at his word and hope that it works. <laughs> and it did, you know, over time, I saw my spirit rise up to meet that truth as I believed it over what I was feeling. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, you know, it, it took a long time, but I saw that whole situation turn from my good and I ended up being stronger coming out of it. And then on the other level of that, as I started to share about my experience and I saw other people being helped because of my vulnerability, then it was like double the blessing. I was like, wow, like something that one was so horrific for me to experience at the time and that I didn't understand is now being used for good. I would go back through it again for that sake. And that's Mm. like, you know, you would never say that in the moment, but now looking back, I'm like, so many people have been impacted by that and, and myself included. And I would not change a thing about my story for that fact. You know, I love that because I think one of the things that, I mean, for me, I know this is true, and I think it would be what you're saying as well. Most Christians grow up, you know, you get saved, you, you go to church, you love Jesus the best way you know how, and yet nobody ever teaches you how that transformation actually happens in your life. That is, how does that start getting appropriated in your life every day. And it's through, like you said, the renewing of your mind. Don't be trans, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I think learning, I know for me, and maybe you can speak to this, but learning to realize that every thought that comes through my head is not necessarily for me. It's certainly not the Lord, Um, you know, that that I can either take that. I, I always teach that, you know, thoughts are like seeds so we can, take them and plant them in in the ground of our heart and they'll come up and produce fruit. Or you got to take that thought captive and say, ah, not so much. I'm getting rid of that. You know? So how do you, how have you balanced that in your life? Just realizing the kind of taking the drama out of, out of the thought battle. Yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. It's that's, that was the biggest probably help in my journey to overcoming those thoughts and anxiety because I gave each thought equal weight and Mm. we just simply don't have to do that. You know, like not all thoughts are equal. Like you said, like there will be thoughts that come in from just products of like the information we take in on a daily basis in the world that we have no help you know, to, to support ourselves against, you know, it's like things are just coming at us all the time through social media, through billboards, through TV. And so that's one thing, you know, coming at us. Then we've got the enemy who's speaking lies maybe to us or in our vulnerabilities. And then we've got God and then we've got ourselves. And so it's like, not all of those get to have equal say about who we are. And they don't all yeah. mean something about who we are, but that's what a lot of us do myself included at the time. Any thought that popped in my head, I thought, well, this must be true or this must yeah. mean 
something very powerful about me. And it's just like, no, that's just simply not true. Um, yeah. And so when I began to detach the power from that, from those thoughts by thinking, you know what, I can compartmentalize. And if this doesn't bring me peace, if it doesn't line up with God's word, I simply don't have to keep it or take it as true. Right. And so I started to, like you just said, detach the emotion from mm. these thoughts and almost prepare myself for when they would come by saying, you know what, these thoughts are probably going to pop up again. But when they do, I don't have to be so afraid of them. I can say, hello, random thought, goodbye, yeah. random thought. And, you know, visualize them kind of passing by and, and not having such a emotional impact on me or not taking them to heart that they mean something personal about me. Um, and it's kind of, it's almost like seeing your thoughts play through like a, like credits on a movie screen or something, you know, rather yeah. than like you just said, taking them and letting them be seated down into your heart. Um, when they just don't necessarily need to be. Did I read on your blog or maybe it was one of your videos, which all your media is fabulous. Um, and we'll give everybody Thanks. your website here in just a minute, but did you, I think it was you that said you almost thought of them like they were clouds passing by yeah. in the sky. And I'm like, I just love that because it's like, that's such a peaceful way to see that. Like, mm, nope, yeah. I'm not looking at that one. I'm just going to let him just, yeah. just ride on by, you know? Yeah. It's true. Like if you look up at the sky on, on a partly cloudy day, you can see the clouds moving and they're just yeah. kind of floating by. And yeah. it's like our thoughts have that same ability to do that. If we would see them that way, you know, like yeah. they don't have to come in and get stuck in yeah. your head. They can, you can just let them go on because we but, have tons of thoughts a day and, and they just don't all need to get stuck in there. <laughs> that is so good. I mean, talk about how, that understanding, obviously that's been a process for you to get to, and it is for everybody, but how is that process of taking every thought captive, letting those other ones go, cultivating the ones that are from the Lord, how has that changed your level of motivation, execution in what you're doing, your goal setting? I mean, because yeah. I know for m many people, that is an absolute game changer. If you can get the mind game yeah. toned down and get all that craziness out of there, all of a sudden, you know, hearing God's voice and clarity about what he's yeah. got for our journey becomes really, really a lot more simple. Yeah. Well, so a big thing for me is like, I would get stuck in my head so much that I would end up paralyzed and stopping I wouldn't do anything about like, you know, what I felt God was calling me to do or share. I wouldn't create art. I wouldn't do these things that I knew I loved because I was like, I felt like I had to resolve what was happening in my mind before I could go out and do these creative things again. Mm. Um, and something that I learned, like two things that God kind of like spoke and that I spoke as he shared them with me, um, is one is like, God, I trust you and I let go. So it, it comes down to like, can I trust him enough to let yeah. this go without figuring it out? Yeah, without you know yeah, coming to good. the end of of why did why did I think this why do I feel this way da, da, da. it's like maybe I'll find out maybe I won't but can I trust you to let it go right now and move forward with what you have for me um mm -hmm. and then another one is the the phrase like figure or live it out don't try always try and figure it out um 
because that's again, like, I feel like when we get in our head, we, we just get stuck. Like sometimes physically, like we don't keep doing things that we know bring us joy or are going to help the world or whatever. Um, right. you know, we don't continue on in our career because we feel so stuck inside. And so something that God like showed me over the past few years is just like, Kylie, live it out. Let me show you who I am as you do that, as you step on the field day after day, and I'll, you'll see me come through to meet you there. You don't always have to figure it out before you take that next step. Um, and so that was a big thing for me because when I started to be able to do that, like if I started feeling a little bit unresolved or anxious of this, I'd be like, you know what? That doesn't have to keep me from writing this song. That doesn't have to keep me from playing this show. Like I can do these things and trust God. And every time I have, he has come through and met me there, you know? And so it's like, as you take those steps, you'll see him come through and it builds your faith to do it again and again. So that then as these things pop up in the future, it's like, oh yeah, bye. We're moving on we're going forward with what God has for me, you know? I love it. I love it. You know, I don't know how much you know about what we do um, at the Thriving Christian Artists and all that, but in 2009, God called me to raise up an army of artists all over the world. And um, we've been doing that through events and our podcast and all the stuff that we do and everything. But one of the things the Lord showed me back then is that he was not raising up uh, a movement of artists all over the world of, of just more talented people but that he was raising up sons and daughters who really knew who they are and their identity firmly secured in him. And that, that he was going to be, you know, the one that was doing this. And I'm I'm so thankful Kylie for you at 22 years old, that you are such a powerhouse in a great way of, of, of healing and wholeness and knowing who God's created you to be. um, Because you realize that, yeah, while we all want to be great at what we do skillfully and hone our craft and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, our, our work has to speak, you know, for itself. But that at the bottom yeah. of all that, if our identity is jacked up and it's not in Christ and it's not rooted in who he says we are, it's all really just shifting sand. And um, yeah, what, what would you say to somebody out there who is on that fence of thinking, you know, I know I got some stuff in my heart that I need to deal with, but I really just want to get onto the important stuff, the marketing stuff and the business stuff and the mm-hmm. how to make my career as a, as an artist or musician work. And I can figure yeah. the other stuff out later. You know, I just want to get onto the important stuff. What, what would you yeah, say to yeah. them? Honestly, I would say I've tried that and you'll end up burnt out. <laughs> I, Hello. Have, I have done that. I have done that in the past so many times where I get so focused on, you know, the career side of things and and checking off my list and making sure I'm doing this and doing that. And I feel like it's just a constant resetting of your mind. Again, this concept of renewing your mind and, and placing the importance back on your relationship with God first, you know, it says seek first his kingdom and all these things will be added to you. Um, you know, when we put the cart before the horse and we go and try to do these things on our own and we're like, I'll deal with that later. I'm just going to keep pressing. You know, we find ourselves maybe successful for a while, but then eventually, and again, speaking from personal experience, it starts to lose its flavor and it starts to not be as fun. And you kind of forget, why am I doing this? Because the thing that you loved is no longer fulfilling you because you've taken the heart and the why out of it you know? And so what I found is like, when I am, you know, secure in my relationship with God first, when I'm, when I know my why, like, why am I doing this interview? Why am I releasing that song? Why am I going and touring 10 cities? It's like, do it. Is that because it's something I'm just like, think I should do? Is it because it's something the world's like projecting that I should do? Or is it because there's a purpose that God has for it? 
And if you can say that it lines up with God's purposes, then you'll feel so much more fulfilled in doing it and have so much more joy anyways. So it's like, we've got to kind of like backpedal. So it's like, okay, wait, why am I doing this? Is this what God has for me? If it's yes, run full force and enjoy it. But if it's not, then, you know, it's going to leave you feeling empty and burnt out at the end. So it's like, it's better to take that time to get yourself right with God and to get like your purpose aligned with your actions um, so that it's just a win-win for you. You enjoy it and it helps other people and you don't end up feeling confused. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, Kylie, this has been so good to get to know you and hear your story a little more. I know folks are going to want to connect with you and hear your music and all the great things you're doing in the kingdom. So what's the best place folks can connect with you online? Yes. So I'm all over the place, Um, but I (laughs) primarily use Instagram the most often. Um, So I'm on Instagram at Kylie Odetta. I have a website where you can find all my social links to, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff Um, for listening to music, obviously YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google play, all the places I'm pretty much on there. So just type in Kylie Odetta. And if you find that I'm not on there, send me an email or something so I can get on there. But exactly. yeah, just <laughs> wherever, wherever, all, all over the internet, I'm, I'm there. You'll find me. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Kylie, it's been a real, real pleasure having you on today. And, um, you know, I also want to say, I wish I could have your mama and daddy on the podcast because I know you have incredible parents. I don't know them, but I feel like I, I can tell you the kind of people they are yes, just by hearing what you've, what you have turned out to be as a person. And, um, yeah. oh, wow. Wow. So shout out to mom. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'd love too. to. So seriously, <laughs> if, if you want to talk to them, they will talk to you. You just be prepared. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Kylie, thanks for being on today. What a joy. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.